You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your hosts, Daniel Sanangelo and Trey Harris. Police Academy Got it. The state says it can no longer afford two police academies. We better call Mahoney. Your favorite graduates are back. We're here. Mahoney. We're rubies. What? Hooks. Don't move. Don't back. Callahan. Hightower. Packleberry. Do you want to kill me? Packler. And Joan. And Harris. And Santangelo. <laughs> and Sedgley. We are back for Police Academy 3 and 4, but first, before any further ado, I am Trey Harris, and back in the saddle, I am Daniel Salangelo, glad to be back, and of course our loyal producer, Jesse Sedgley. Yes, I am. And this is our second episode covering the sextilogy, I think we called it last week, of the Police Academies. This week, 3 and 4, but first... Of course, our loyal listeners and viewers, because we are live on YouTube right now, uh, might remember that Daniel was not here to grace us with his presence for Police Academy 1 and 2, so we didn't get to hear what he thought of those two. So, Daniel, really quickly, why don't you uh, give us the lowdown on what you thought, your initial thoughts on Police Academy 1 and 2. It's kind of one of those things where you want to talk about all of them at the end, but... Just your initial. Yeah. Because we'll we'll, we'll do that. Police Academy (laughs) uh, 1... Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Police Academy 2. I started to go down the slide. Yeah, yeah the slide. <laughs> I've already watched all six <laughs> That's of them. That's a good them. way to put it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> two was okay. Two so was okay. Score-wise, just... Well, one, I'd probably give about an 8.5-ish. Mm-hmm. Wow. Pretty high on the Daniel scale. No, I liked one. So you really liked one. I liked it. It was a little more dirty, too. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> of course, it's the only one rated R, so... Yeah. Um, the second one... It didn't 5. have the magic. Point eight, I guess, if I had to put something out there. It's it's not I wouldn't watch it very much yeah. <laughs> if it came on TV. Agreed. But <laughs> certain the characters I really enjoy, but yeah. you can get in the Well now we will start talking about part three, which was uh the subtitle for this one was Police Academy Three Back in Training. March twenty first, nineteen eighty six, IMDB four point eight, Ron Tomatoes forty percent, forty eight percent audience, so the audience liked it a little better. Again, no info on the budget for this film. However, opening weekend, nine million bucks domestically, forty three point five. So it still brought in a ton of money on their back in training mission. This one was directed by Jerry Paris. He also did some episodes of Happy Days, uh, and that's roughly about it. It was written by Gene Quintano. Didn't do much else. And the newbie to the cast this time will be Brian Tochi, who played Nogata. He was also in Revenge of the Nerds, The Iron Giant, and The Omega Man with Charlton Heston mm. back in the day. Uh, so going down the slide. <laughs> uh, in my opinion, it's just a straight downward slide. It does have a little hook at the end, but that's about it. <laughs> that's it. almost exactly what I was about to say. It has a hill, but... Small yeah. hill. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, I'll let you go first. <laughs> what did you think of part three? I like part three a little bit better than two. Really? Not much. I, it's one of those like, that you can... Oh, it's a slide, slide little bump? That, yeah, just a little bump. That, that little one that like tickles the, your stomach type deal. <laughs> <laughs> but 
What to make an infographic? God, it's kind of <laughs> of this series and a slide. <laughs> the thing that's kind of sucky about it is I watch so many at once that I, they kind of saw them get it was a little convoluted. With okay, which one was this? It was back in training. <laughs> they had the two academies and Mauser and Proctor trying and to going against make each the other. committee yeah. realize mm-hmm. that uh that uh, their academy's better. Better because only one would be. They so would like only a, have one at the yeah. end, yeah. Um, but you have all those certain characters. I did like um, Zed mm-hmm. going be, being in the police academy. I don't yeah. know why. I, I, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't, but to me, he's, he's tolerable funny too. To me, to me it, this is where it's like okay. Yeah, I never didn't bother me. <laughs> I kind of liked him. Well, he does appear in one other one, so we'll see what yeah. you think. <laughs> But, uh, there was a couple of people that weren't in this one. That, which one was... Uh, e- I can't remember. Like This isn't a Star Wars to me, so I might not... I probably won't know what you're going to ask the big, me. The big titty blonde one. Yeah, Callahan. She was in this one. But, was she, she wasn't in two. two. Okay. Yeah, two go. was the only one she wasn't in. I'm telling you, they're all getting confused to me. Yeah, they all... <laughs> and honestly, going into this, I remember that one ends with a plane, airplane chase. One ends with a water chase. One ends with a chase through the city. They all end with a chase, it yeah. seems. But I always, uh, for some reason, I thought the end of this one, the uh, water chase through uh, wherever that was in New York, apparently, where there's a bayou. Uh, <laughs> but um, I thought that was in part five for some reason, because obviously part five is where they go to Miami, Miami Beach. Beach yeah. And I kept thinking that that, when there was a chase in, well, yeah, similar chase. That was chase. the hot air balloon, Miami Beach, right? That was four, where Pro- Proctor and uh, Lieutenant Harris are in the balloon, they crash in the water. God dang. <laughs> I'm barely keeping it together right. myself because they, they do start to just yeah, around this part. After you get past two, it's just like it's all which one was this, which one was that. Uh, but I would the slide analogy for these films is exactly right. Me and Jesse talked last week how uh, as a kid, like I loved every single one of these movies. Watched them repeatedly on TBS or whatever channel they were on. You know, they were all they were all hilarious to me. Uh, so of course, the genesis of us doing this. The series because I wanted to go back and watch them, so might as well tie it into the podcast. Then this is, you know, uh, mention the. You know, uh, don't mind that. <laughs> what's, what's happening? <laughs> I mentioned that. Hey, we're on mobile now. <laughs> you see it popped up. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> My see, bad, guys. You see your face. A little bonus. <laughs> a little comedic bonus for our YouTube watchers. <laughs> Do you have it up on YouTube? Do you have it up on YouTube? You this? can catch it if you pull it up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll find it. But It'll pop continue. up. Continue. He's on his phone. This is, <laughs> and if you're watching on YouTube, this is the bonus. I hope but, it uh, switches. I mean, that would be kind of funny. It was. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, anyway. But, yeah. Uh, all right, it's not supposed to do that because if someone tunes in, they're, they're all going to pop up on the feed. Like, yeah. yeah. I'll take care this of that. This is the person watching. Oh, it did it again. Yeah. It kept doing until I cut it off. Yeah. Oh, well. Because <laughs> we're all laughing. <laughs> but, uh... Continue. Y- anyway, uh, revisiting these films, to me, it's just... It's almost like a, uh, probably should have left these alone. Or maybe... Maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely does not hold up, uh... And especially, and on, the bar was high with the first one. I, I, the first one was really good. And just hilarious. I think they, you can kind of, they're repeating the formula just like a, a slasher film. But of course you go see a slasher, you go see the next Friday the 13th because you want to see what ridiculous way Jason's going to kill people and what around the way they, they're mm-hmm. going to try to kill him. You know, so there's that, 
It didn't you have know, the consistency pleasure. of uh, Naked Gun in terms of a comedy. Good point. Good point. There's no now Naked Gun goes downhill. You I mean, can like barely a, slide. It's not a slide. It's just like a it's like a <laughs> speed bump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or an inverted speed bump or something. I don't know how to describe it. It's not a slide, definitely. Because uh, any Naked Gun is funnier than any Police Academy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not that's not a knock against Police Academy. Yeah. That that's just how damn funny the Naked Gun is uh, as a whole. But uh, of course. The thing that gets stale with this series to me is simply that everybody it's it's really repeating the same stuff. There's, it's a different scenario, but there's not much different. Jones is going to make some noises. Hightower is going to flip over some vehicles. Mahoney's going to try to score with a chick, and Zed's going to scare people with his voice. Tackleberry's going to try to blow up something. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's 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 a repetitive formula. Obviously, it works. It made money. There's seven of these. It's not that like I I didn't dislike any of them, but it was it's kind of like you said, eh, okay, yeah, we saw that for last. Yeah. See, to me, it was just like God. I remember loving this, and like <laughs> this is just like not funny. It, there's moments, but it's not like it's almost like okay, this should be a, this this part three should have been a TV show, a thirty minute TV show, squeeze in all the jokes in thirty minutes, yeah. and keep it going. There, uh, did you talk about like your your characters that you liked? I was gonna wait for you. Well, then you want to do it on the next podcast maybe we should have discussed I mean, this i mean as of as of part three who's your favorite you know you're halfway you're halfway through it at this point you really like zed no, i mean at, at, i like i can take zed definitely i like mm-hmm. him um i i guess if i had to choose a favorite right now it'd be tackleberry mm-hmm. i like some of the stuff he does in his facial expression i mean to me it's mm-hmm. uh at this point in the series it's honestly probably high tower just because he's, yeah. he's got that you know he's kind of the heart of the even though he's like the big guys you know he's kind of like not the tin man but i mean he's Check this out. He's the biggest dude, and you know, but he has the biggest heart. Like when, uh, and that's the thing too that surprised me because when I when I first saw the first uh, police first police academy in '84, whenever it was, and uh, that dude saying all them racial slurs, I and we're in the South, you know, you'd think we'd know what that meant. I didn't know what those meant at the time when I first watched this movie back in there. Just like I don't know what that means. I didn't repeat it because I didn't know what it meant. But uh, then like watching, I was like, oh shit! No (laughs) wonder he flipped the car over and all that. And that was, and they had a lot of. uh, of course, it's the '80s, so a little less intolerable in society. But there was some more. There was a lot of, uh, of course, the Blue Oyster Bar turns <laughs> up in most of the sequels, <laughs> and all all gay men in the '80s dressed like uh, the motorcyclists from the Village People. Exactly. And <laughs> one little uh, little tidbit I found kind of funny: um, Tackleberry and Hightower, because I love this show so much. They starred. They were guests in an episode of Family Matters. Two different episodes. I brought that up last week uh-huh. uh, to uh, cool. <laughs> Jesse that uh, Hightower was on it. I, and we, I was speculating that you might even know the exact episode. That Hightower was in? He, his his well, character he name was Bones. Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Daniel Santangelo and his Family Matters knowledge. Was yeah. he like a bad guy, good guy? He's a bad guy. Coming, uh, Did Carl take him down? I think it was a pool episode where they were shooting pool. That, oh, he was uh, like a hustler. Eddie or? was hustling, or it was something with gambling involved with it. And if he wow. didn't give him, if he didn't give him the money, Bones was going to come. <laughs> oh, he's like the enforcer. Yeah. Or the... Tackleberry was a drill sergeant. That's in Family funny. Matters. Uh, did you also know? Uh, we talked about it last week, but uh, unfortunately, both of those gentlemen are no longer with us. I didn't know that Tackleberry wasn't. Yeah, I we... knew Hightower. He recently died. Yeah, like two and... years ago, I think. And Tackleberry was like back in two thousand one or something. I would have never guessed that. I mean, it's like, and that was honestly, I talked about it last week, but of course not with you. But I, it shocked me. I was like, "Wow, like they're dead!" Mm-hmm. Like, of course, again, I grew up watching these, so it, everybody else is still alive, uh, except Fackler's wife. She's dead. 
Okay. Strangely enough, Commandant Lassard's still kicking. He's like ninety something. <laughs> wow. But George Gaines, I think, was his I name. I like him. He's oh. one of the, he's one. He's of my wife's my, favorite yeah, character. He's one of mine. The funniest in the whole police academy thing is the the podium the podium scene. Oh, because because <laughs> his reaction is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. I would definitely. I mean, that, that was the most I've laughed that I laughed at it in the series. Yeah, a total laugh out loud. Understandable, but yeah, three. I even have it wrote down. But <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, uh, two's a bearable sequel. It's it's nowhere near as funny. Uh, but three is to me is where it, the slide takes a dip. It's already going yeah. down, but it's a little lower. Uh, it's uh, again. There's there's moments that are funny. There's always the uh, interaction. The more so, almost like the practical jokes that Mahoney would pull on Mouser. I think this one was the eyebrows, or was I can't remember if that was those. That's what I can't remember what part was what. I can't remember if it was the eyebrows in this one, and the in two it was the hair where he had the super glue or whatever in his hair. Yeah, and I think I think this one was the eyebrows. I think, but uh, um, just I, it's just I liked, a decline. It's funny I can remember someone's real names other than. The damn uh, G.W. Bailey. Yeah. Captain Harris. Yeah, god dang. I like Captain T. I like, Harris. I like mm-hmm. Harris way more than Mauser. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... Way a, more. Yeah. Mm. Harris is actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I mean mm. G.W. Bailey is a good actor to begin with. I mean, he, I think he's on The Closer and some other stuff. Uh, but thankfully, they bring him back in four. Yeah. Which we're about to get to. So let's wrap up three. <laughs> let's talk about four. But uh, anyway, regarding three... Uh, couple little tidbits of trivia, not really too much. Uh, it took Leslie Easterbrook, who was Callahan, of course, four hours just to learn how to start one of the jet skis for the final chase scene. So, <laughs> stereotypical, dumb blonde with big-ass titties. <laughs> not that it, not that's a stereotype, I'm just saying, the 80s. Right. We talked about that earlier. Uh, Bubba for cinema. Exactly, yeah. thank you. Daniel, I'm glad he's back to get my back. <laughs> not that Jesse didn't have my back, but I'm just trying to make you feel welcome. Did you listen to that? Uh Oh man! It was like the best. We had like a million downloads. Yeah, it was amazing. Pretty much. Well, I guess I shouldn't be here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, Bubba Smith had a huge fear of sharks. So when he's in that scene where he's holding the boat from going away, he was terrified of doing that. He was so scared of sharks, he didn't almost didn't want to do that scene. Doesn't Uh, he fight a shark in a later episode? That's tackle bearing. He fights an alligator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoilers for next week. Oh yeah. (laughs) But uh. Armatrano was the guy that played Captain Mal or Commandant Mauser in this one, I think. But uh, this was his last film role before he had an accident in '89, which left him unable to walk for a long time. Damn. So he was uh, not a paraplegic, but he was bound to a wheelchair. But he now can walk a little bit, but not for long periods of time. Uh, that's hmm. not, however, why he wasn't cast in four. It's just they decided to bring back Captain Harris, and they didn't need the Mauser character anymore. Uh, in the real world, again, March 21st, 1986. On March 25th, four days after. The 58th Annual Academy Awards are held in Los Angeles, California, and the winner of Best Picture was the Meryl Streep Robert Please Redford Academy Classic. <laughs> that was the Razzie. Uh, <laughs> Out of Africa took home Best Picture that year. Is it a sports or a video game rewind, Daniel? It is a... Or something different? I got two of them. I'm trying to figure out which I like the most. Okay. Well, while you're thinking... <laughs> video. Video game. There we go. Video game rewind. We do both. We don't care. We do police... Want to do both? Go ahead. All right, Police and Academy sports. 3 came out. Yeah, they March, need a fix from last week. March 21st, 1986. Oh, yeah. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't very many good ones for uh, 1 and 2. Danica Patrick's birthday was the day Police Academy came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, Police Academy 4. Uh, Lady Who three. Drives. 
No, no, no. no. This is. <laughs> or should I wait? Because oh, I'm you know, right. One from... Actually, yeah. I mean, if you have a one for, if let's you, talk I'm sorry. about four first. Yeah, did you, you don't have anything for free? Th- I got for free, it's all for free on the Awesome Podcast Network. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing true. for three. Yeah, for I got something for three, but it's not. It's for sports, and it's another birthday. Adrian Peterson, ah. who is uh, considered to be the best active running back in the league right now if you would say just who's the best uh he was a rookie of the year in 2007 and he was the mvp last year he was born the same day that three came out yep Mm -hmm. so part one danica patrick's born was was there a sports celebrity for two no no part two danica patrick was oh i'm sorry so didn't have a good one for the first police academy so i didn't even write any last episode uh my back to the future was actually what some would say a sport, sports entertainment. Oh, that's good. Uh, it was uh, this like, wrestling. Yeah, it was a couple of days before, or after the very first WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Please count me one. So today, go back and listen to that for all those fun facts. Anyway, uh, score for uh, Police Academy three before we move on to numero quattro five. Really, I'd give it a four. <laughs> three gets a four. Wow. <laughs> to so- me, it was a severe drop off. It was just, it was like it was just more of part two, and part two wasn't that great following up part one in my opinion so bunch of haters yep but uh before we get on to part four if if y'all if you're listening or watching and you haven't seen police academy any of them in a long time don't forget you can go to awesomepods.com click on the amazon link and purchase any one of them from amazon uh of course we get a small little kickback from that you pay nothing extra it just helps fund our shiny new webcam that people are looking at us (laughs) and hopefully some wardrobe changes in the future if we get enough money <laughs> we'll start dressing like a character from each movie if, if enough people buy. You have my word. <laughs> I'm a doctor from that scene right now. Yeah, there you go. Where uh, they didn't go to an infirmary or anything. I'm one of the extras. There you go. Background, back right. to uh, background talent. Right. But anyway, talent. yeah. Uh, if you are, if, if you're like me, I'm like, wow, I haven't seen Police Academy in forever, and I remember I have fond memories of them. Uh, go check out part one. And you might want to stop there unless you're really, really excited and like, God, oh, they were so good. Trey cannot, and Daniel can't be right on this. I have to see for myself. You can get all six for like, what, like twenty nine ninety five, Something like that. You can get all of them. So uh, knock yourself out. Buyer beware. Mm. In my opinion. I didn't. That's Bill and Ted. <laughs> no, wait, wait. What's, no, that was Hitler. It was Zut in, that's not Bill and Ted. When Napoleon bowls and he's like oh. saying shit repeatedly. Oh no, that was obviously Hitler. Yeah, because <laughs> Napoleon wasn't uh, German. He right. was French. History right. lesson for all you kids out there. Don't get them confused on a history test. That's right. But moving on, going a year, a whole year into the future, into 1987, where the cadets are at, even though they're not cadets anymore, they haven't been cadets since part one, and it's still police academy. Uh they're back in Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, which this film had its own rap song to go along with it. Oh, did it. Yes, released April 3rd, two days too late, in my opinion. 1987. IMDb 4.4, 0% critics on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's because there were no reviews for it uh, posted on the site. However, 45% audience, uh, by comparison, that's 0.4 of a point lower for IMDb and 3% lower for Rotten Tomatoes. Again, no budget info. Opening, 8.4. Still made a killing. 1987 dollars, of course. Uh, that's down about half a million from part three. Domestic gross ended up being 28 million, which is almost uh, 
not little less than a little more than half of what uh, three actually made. So definitely a decline uh, as far as a domestic uh, grossing. And no worldwide info on these, even though I scoured the internet. Uh, however, still obviously made enough to warrant at least another sequel. <laughs> they had to fund the song for sure. <laughs> That's probably the most expensive part. A little bit of dragnet thing. Let's listen for a bit. Citizens on patrol. Cause the neighborhood folks won't take no more. They got bars on the windows, locks on the doors. Cleaning the streets is what they'll do. They're gonna get rid of all the punks like you. They're citizens on patrol. You hear that? If you're listening to this song, you're a punk. They didn't discriminate. They said if you're listening, you. You are a punk for listening to this song. Anyway, this one was directed by Jim Drake. He also did some episodes of Night Court and Dave's World. He must be a friend of Harry Anderson's. Uh, written again by Gene Quintano. Uh, the newbies to this, or the new additions, I should say, to the cast. Surprisingly enough, I had no memory of this. Sharon Stone. That's Claire what? Madison, of course, Basic Instinct, the specialist. Yeah. Uh, Billy Bird, the old woman in, in nearly any 80s, 90s movie before she passed away, was Mrs. Feldman. Uh, she was also, she was, the thing I always remember from for some reason is uh, she was the wife of the dude in the airport in Home Alone. Who pleaded with her ornery husband to accept like this poor woman's <laughs> passport, credit cards, jewelry, yep. and everything just to give up his seats? <laughs> and he, I remember, she's like, "Oh, Herb," and he's like, "All right." Well, so that's the every time I see her face, that's the first <laughs> thing I remember her from. <laughs> Straight that tiny little scene, and then also the first appearance. This was if Police Academy before was a comic book, it'd be the first appearance of David Spade, and it wouldn't be worth shit. Yes, uh, <laughs> of course. Uh, his career died with uh, his good friend uh, Billy, Ma- Billy Madison. Chris Farley. Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> but his favorite was Kyle. Of course, Black Sheep, Tommy Boy. And if it didn't, he didn't play in it with Chris Farley, it's did not you, worth mentioning. Did you happen to watch the end credits? I did not. Movie? Was there a scene at the end? No. Oh. But it shows. Oh, the vid- like the scene of them play of like the. It shows the actors at yeah. the end. Yeah. Did you see who the that. last skateboarder was? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Is that going to spoil your sports? No. Rewind or anything. No. No. But uh, Tony Hawk and Steve yeah. Caballero, uh, Caballero, however you pronounce his name. I don't know him. So well, okay. I know him because he was a pro skater on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Mm. Oh. Okay. That's the only reason I know his name <laughs> other than Tony Hawk's. Yeah, but uh, Tony Hawk actually isn't in the final film because he actually got fired. Because <laughs> really? he was too tall to be David Spade's stunt double. <laughs> Sorry, or excuse me, skateboarding double. So, but I'll get into that. I, I think he was successful after that. Though. Yeah, he went, he went he on... He, be more successful than David Spade. <laughs> yeah, right. I am David Spade. I'm not funny. David Spade. <laughs> uh, How does he get roles? I used to be Chris Farley's friend. Put me in a movie. Oh, cool, man. He's, yeah, I don't know. I have... Okay, like, my wife loves the movie Joe Dirt for some reason. Okay. And it's just like, to me, it's like drawing, you know, taking a box cutter to a chalkboard or something. It's just... Yeah, he's never made me... I can't think of anything that he's done that's funny. That's where I actually laughed at something he did that wasn't a result of something that Chris Farley did. I agree with you. So, David Spade, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I just don't get you. Stand up. No, be. we don't want to chase away our <laughs> four listeners. So, enough of this David Spade talk. But a Police Academy 4. Now, going into this. We should have did I, two, three, four, five, and six in one episode. Yeah, <laughs> we, we probably really should have. Just done one episode. <laughs> But then we would have cheated our listeners. Uh, but anyway, we cheated ourselves. Would you? Well, no. Again, going into it, I wasn't like, ah, oh, those were so funny. I I laughed my ass off as a kid. Yeah, I did because it, it's kid humor. <laughs> like you know, not even smart 
at all. It's just silly. But anyway, uh, going into this one, I remembered, at least going into it, I should say, I had, I thought I had more of, of fond memories. Of this. I like this one going into it. Watching it, I realized, no, no, I did not. It would be my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Out of them all? Out I would say all. three was probably my least favorite. I like three a little bit more. Uh, I like I like some of the the thought of going back and stuff and training this. I mean, a little bit. Well, more. it brought it mm-hmm. back to what the series should mm-hmm. be about, i.e. a police academy. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I mean, they can't. They keep finding ways for these successful officers who foiled jewel thieves and, you know, gangs and cleaned up the entire city and saved the, the mayor and the police commissioner and all this crap. They're back training recruits. These dudes, you know, they're like the most decorated people in the force. Yeah. You know, this is something they do after, you know, when they retire, they go back like Lassard and train. But, uh, yeah, please get the plot for this one was, you know, Lassard has his uh, COP program. Citizens on patrol, or as Captain uh, Harris calls, collection of pissants. <laughs> uh, and that's about that's that's all I can really say about this one, Danny. You got any thoughts on it? Although the, the, the airplane chase was much more entertaining than the boat chase from three at the end. Was it good at the airplane chase in uh, Howard the Duck? No. <laughs> no. Howard okay, that's the, the equivalent duck. of the car chase from the French Connection. That would be like one of the greatest chases ever. <laughs> I think this is the one where. No, I'm thinking of another one. God, I suck at this. They're just molt- I'm looking at my together. notes for anything that reminds me of something good about this, but it's hard to remember. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they all just tend. Now, the two we do next week, to me, those stand a little more apart. Well, they do to me these. because I watched them, you know, a, today. today and yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is there any redeeming thing that you, what'd you like They're better good, about huh? this one Jeez. than three? Or, I know you like three better. I'm sorry. You like three a little better. No. Yeah. Yes. Guy. <laughs> you think I didn't watch them, but I did. <laughs> I, be- I believe you. One thing I love about this series, however, is the cover art for all the movie posters and the VHSs. It's that painted look, and it's always ridiculous. But yeah. it's to me, it's always entertaining. Oh, it it's almost more It's more entertaining than the movie at some points to where you can just look at the cover and be like oh look at the shenanigans that they're going to get like, into that's enough that's a, that's again talked about when we were talking about they do the same things over and over yeah that, we can't listen <laughs> I can't remember it because of all that crap there's so much but this I think this was the one where they ended up uh, Tackleberry's playing with the grenade they get suspended no wait was that no what, that, that was damn it one of, that was, that was one six of the that was six yeah. never mind hold on <laughs> I know this was the one this is where Get out of the monotony of these. I remember the last two really good for some reason, but this one and two and three just kind of are like a blob. (laughs) But the the, the, I think we can agree the best part about this movie is Captain Harris is back. Yeah, I do remember something. The the Sharon Stone character wasn't needed in the slightest bit, and I kind of wondered. Well, they didn't need her because she could fly a plane. But it was, in the end, it was the Mahoney love. How Mahoney always had kind of yeah. golden chick he, he kind of dealt with, but she had no part really. Like there's yeah, a, I mean, it wasn't a a really big uh, expression of her acting or <laughs> her body's ability, as we yeah. would see in the future, thanks to Paul Verhoeven. So <laughs> there's really Jesse. You have anything to add? About no, because it's really 
I mean, was it the story? Or was it just not interesting? It's, it's just more this. It's like it's a pointless sequel. There was nothing. If this was the first movie you'd ever seen of the series, yeah, I Whatever. probably would never have watched another one. And again, bad, huh? again, I was just shocked. no good. I jokes. was shocked. Honestly, I can't remember what part the jokes are from. A lot of mm-hmm. these, the first one I can remember the parts from the first one. Honestly, between two, three, and four, the funniest thing I remember, and I think it's from two, it's the joke where uh, Zed and Sweet Chuck tie the dogs, the flashlights around the dogs, and they say, if I see these flashlights stop moving, I'm going to kick your ass. And they're under a tree, and the, the fla- they look down, the flashlights are going ballistic. And then Sweet Chuck and Zed are like leaning against the tree, like sleeping. And he's like, you sure this is going to work? And he's like, yeah. And it shows two German shepherds fighting with the flashlights around their neck. <laughs> so it's two dogs fighting. Wow, yeah, that's... <laughs> It's funny to me. I remember liking it as a kid. That joke. The thing you have to see. You have to that's see number it, two. That's not number three when he's in the academy. No, I mean you're right. It has to be, it has to be three. Yeah, because he's the villain in number two. Yeah, he wasn't in the academy. God, let's just finish this. Yeah, let's get. <laughs> no, let's get to five and six. I can remember distinct <laughs> things about those. Uh, anyway, uh, this was originally supposed to be filmed immediately after part three, but production was held up because of the death of part three's director Jerry Paris. So rest in peace. It was the movie that killed him. It's so bad. <laughs> Police Academy 3. <laughs> uh, a box was placed in the swimming pool for uh, Leslie Eastbrook, a.k.a. Big Titty Callahan, to stand on while filming uh, for water her water safety rescue scene. Now, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> she jumps in and she goes, okay, who wants to rescue me? Oh, yeah. And then no, all I got that okay, was funny. I do remember that. Because she goes, oh, shit, and, and swims off camera. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk said this was the only job he was ever fired from. Most of the stunt doubles mm-hmm. were from the Bones Brigade because their manager, which is a, a skating troop so, or group, because of course you know skateboarding was just coming of age in the eighties, where people were like, oh, this is cool, it's rebellious, and blah blah blah. They were like the lords of Dogtown, but not. <laughs> hmm. uh, but uh, former pro, skate, pro skater Stacy Peralta worked as a second new director on the film, and as it turned out, Hawk was replaced as a stunt double for David Spade because he was too tall. And Tony Hawk's like what six something? I mean, he's he's pretty tall. Why could they just recast David Spade because he was too short? That would have they should just let Tony Hawk be that character. It would have probably been better. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, I mentioned David Spade's first film role. Uh, this is the last time we see in the series Mahoney, Nagata, Copeland, Sweet Chuck, and Zed. Although Tim Krasinski, Sweet Chuck, had a guest appearance on Police Academy the series, not as his character but as a janitor. This is a series of these. Yeah, they had to keep it going, huh? God, here's here's one thing I was kind of discussing with you in the car. I didn't miss Mahoney. I didn't either. Get into teaser for next week. Exactly. Uh, But anyway, again, this released April third, nineteen eighty seven. Excuse me, on April nineteenth, which is uh, sixteen days later, uh, the Simpsons cartoon first airs in a series of shorts on the Tracy Ullman show. To help date this movie, this movie is a few days older than the Simpsons, which is on its what twenty. 25th. 30. Yes, I mean, it's a ridiculous number there. of seasons uh, to help date it. And then, Daniel, we have sports, you said? Video game. <laughs> Video game rewind. Or reset. <clears throat> reset. That might, I, I thought about that when I was listening to like one a few weeks ago. You can't rewind a video game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Except uh, Prince of Persia. There you go. So you can. Oh. Certain games. Yeah. Um, we had a game come out. In the U.S. around April 1987. Don't give it a exact date as usual with NES releases. But it was a, the original track and field. Now, did y'all mm-hmm. play that? The NES? With the yeah. pad on the ground? 
Nope, that was something oh, different. It was a little bit. <clears throat> that was a little bit later on. This was the first that I remember actual button masher game. Yeah, like the first you had to one. See how fast you could push it. But we cheated. I think we had a discussion when we did the video game podcast when mm-hmm. we did that episode with all the video games. Uh, I would get a pin top. Yeah. And do it really quick back and forth on the uh, <laughs> on the uh, A and B button because you, you had to press both of them. But I just had, used a game genie. It had like long jump, triple jump, things yeah, like really. that. It was really there was good. There were only like four events, weren't there? When you Eight. Was, okay. Uh, there were a lot of, there was like a, but weren't a couple of them like running like the same event but longer? Type well, things they got different. like 110 meter dash and uh, the 100 meters. Yeah. Uh, so basically, javelin. Six events because they had two jumps, two runnings. The, they had two that um, they released, I think, when they kind of retooled it for the U.S. version. Uh, mm-hmm. They added archery and the skeet shooting. I don't know skeet, if you remember skeet. that. Was was it a behind the thing? With yeah, the, you're the looking behind. Okay. I remember. And you go, I remember that. Doom, doom, doom. It, once you got that rhythm down, you could get extreme high amount of points. But YouTube got to see that, but oh, our normal listeners don't get to see. <laughs> well, they get to hurt in the noise, antics. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I have, I put many hours on that game. It's one of my games that me and my dad would like to play together. Mm-hmm. But fun memories. My dad didn't play video games with me until I got Madden or whatever the hell it was. That is a loud whatever that is. Helicopter? Yeah, I guess. God, I helicopter. thought you were doing that. Wow. No. I thought you were pressing something. Anywho. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> that was Video Game Reset. Very nice. <laughs> uh, in the re- Oh wait, I did that. Never mind. Uh Back to the Future, as we hop in the, into Jesse's DeLorean and rock it back to 2013. I wasn't going to talk about something else, but I, I realized I'd rather talk about something more current as of the airing of this. But uh, Thor 2 came out recently. Neither of y'all have seen it, mm. I believe. Maybe Correct. going to see it Saturday. I haven't seen it yet. All right, everybody dies. Oops. Sorry, no, just kidding. That? You mother... Just kidding. No spoilers. Uh, it's nope. very good. I liked Ooh. it way better than Iron Man 3, which I don't know if I've mentioned yeah. on this podcast. I did not like Iron Man 3 at all. no. I didn't care for it either. You said you you enjoyed it, but you didn't care for it hardly any compared to some of the other ones. Oh, it was a letdown because yeah, this should have been called an Avengers. Yeah, should have been called Tony Stark One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just start a new franchise. Yeah, <laughs> or he's not in the suit. <laughs> Is it better than Man of Steel? Do you? Oh hell no. Is it better than Pacific Rim? Hey, yeah, because of Tom Hiddleston. You still aren't letting me borrow Pacific Rim. Well, I keep forgetting you have a Blu-ray player. Remind me when we get to the house. <laughs> or I'll get you a digital copy if you want that. Mm-hmm. Up to you. You can watch it on your phone, your tablet. or <laughs> Like I said, you can phone. borrow the Blu-ray. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but uh, yeah, it's really... Here's my only complaint with Thor 2, and this non-spoilers, of course. It gets a little bit Star Warsy, And I don't <laughs> mean that in... I mean like prequel-ish. Pre- oh, pre- prequel-ish. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, Okay, let me let me scratch, Jar Jar scratch everything. As it get like, Jar Jar appears, he's get, like, actually an Asgardian. No, it never. Here, <laughs> here's the deal. Of course, I'm a big comic book fan before any of these movies ever existed, uh, and the image of Asgard is that Norse mythological image. You know, I think they did a great job in the first one of bringing that to life, uh, but I don't remember Asgard having turrets mm-hmm. and flying vehicles. That sa- that where they take sound effects directly Te- from Star Wars technology. Wow, works and all. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But I guess I'm, we I'm, caught up. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have flying fucking hammers. Why do you need a yeah. ship? 
<laughs> I mean, seriously, I got this hammer. I don't need to go buy this Millennium Falcon. I'll just top. It. I'll just take my hammer out and go wherever the fuck I want to go. I don't need all this steel. So if you were given the choice, Millennium Falcon versus because of what I just said, I have to pick Majolner. <laughs> well, okay. I honestly, in that situation, I would pick. But no, it, you don't get Majolner. You get the Storm ha- uh, the other one, the one that uh, Beta Ray Bill uses. Yeah, I still can like. So you don't get the name brand one. Okay, <laughs> but I'm still, you know. Only pretty much Thor Hulk could then kick my ass. So yeah. So instead of just being the pilot of a spaceship, I actually get to you know fly and be a hero and like you know beat the shit out of things. So I take that okay. for that for that logic. Now if it's just like you got the hammer, but it can only tr- fly you around. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, honestly, I would still have to take that because where am I going to go in a spaceship? <laughs> there are no habitable anywhere. planets anywhere. <laughs> well, you could go find out. Yeah, but like I don't have a suit. I don't know. There's in, in Star Wars, they stuff. got the little mouth things. I don't right. think that's going to protect me on the atmosphere of Mars with my skin. Okay, but if you don't choose the other, they destroy it in front of you. Oh, you didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't have to take the Falcon. Well, then I, I, I can give everybody America. rides. Hey guys, let's go to Japan. That's true. Or, if you got the hammer, you'd be let's like, just See go there. fly through Mars. But then you know, oh shit, we broke down. These parts aren't even in this galaxy. <laughs> Whereas the hammer is magical, so unless there's a magical right. reservoir tank on it, Someone it's good. I can pass it on air. to somebody. Yeah. My bequeath it to my son. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Thor two is great. Exceptionally, it's it's an it's enjoyable on every level. It's just it 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 took me out of it when there's a flying vehicle chasing mm. with Star Wars sound effects. Right. Again, that doesn't necessarily detract from the movie. It me personally just like I'm just had flashbacks of. Phantom Menace. Just like, no, stop. Again, it wasn't bad. It's Jake just Lloyd it, going. I'm gonna shoot it. I I I can do this. Yay! Uh, thank God. But it's it's just Tom Hiddleston makes the movie. I mean, it should. I, I even joked on my Facebook status after I got out. You know, Loki two was awesome because yeah. it it's the Loki show. Uh, it's the Loki Pokey show. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that's the reason I went to see the movie was because yeah, Lo- he's just a he's an awesome. I want to see more of him. He's not going to be in Avengers two. I'm sure he'll be. In, there'll, there'll be some scene. I, I heard imagine. an interview and he said he wasn't in it. So there's got to be something. Unless he's, uh, yeah, just saying that. Well, I mean, the thing is about, especially about that dynamic is, you know, a lot of the ladies go to see Thor, like the first Thor, because oh, Chris Hemsworth is hot. Blah blah blah. You know, there's that that scene in the trailer where they run it in slow motion, that five second clip where he's shirtless. Uh, but the thing that it seems to have happened after the movies, a lot of in Avengers too, is that a lot of chicks tend to like, at least in my experience and what I see posted online, is that it's all about Loki. Like he's kind of become the he's main so character. Charming, but, yeah, he's, he's charming <laughs> and he's he's pretty badass. Even though we tried to destroy Earth, and in fact, there's a great scene where he talks to Odin about like like why did you do it? This is the first five minutes, so again, no spoilers. Be like you did this to Earth. He's like, I'm just trying to be a god. <laughs> he's explaining it, and like you're like. I'd, I'd live under Loki. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe there's good, better healthcare and shit under Loki. You know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear his position on things. That's true. He just had to do the hostile takeover first, and then we'd see where things would fall. But he didn't get the chance. <laughs> Thor three will be a political thriller. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, highest possible recommendation is very good. Uh, it's definitely one to see in a theater. It's uh, visually, it's striking. Uh, but again, go for Loki. Because it's all about cool bro Thor in this one. Like, yeah, I'm Thor. 
Yeah, but but it's cool it's it's good. Thor. And uh, the good the awesome thing about Thor is that unlike Iron Man three, where the end credit sequence had no beaning on anything coming along the pipe, mm-hmm. the in, the mid credit scene I should say in Thor, there's actually two end scenes. If you go see it, stay all the way to the end of the credits. Uh, but the mid credit scene is a more important one where it ties into an upcoming Marvel film. So, all right, and I'll leave it at that. But check out Thor two; it's very enjoyable. I will. I did not buy Iron Man three when it came on Blu-ray. I will buy Thor. I will add it to my collection. And be honest, I will get Iron Man three when it's like six bucks for Black Friday or something, just to have the Marvel movie set, right. so to speak. But Thor two, highly, highly enjoyable. Scores, Dana. What'd you give Police Academy four? About a four. <laughs> I gave it a five. Hmm. So a little bit higher. I, I honestly did enjoy it a little bit more than three. However. That was probably a little bit of nostalgia I liked because song I liked it. At the end. That one we were playing earlier. <laughs> Patrol. But uh, don't forget, everybody, uh, there's also other shows on the Awesome Podcast Network, not just this lovely show that you're listening and or watching right now. There's also such classics as Geekly Dose, Duo Attack, the Jesse Sedgley Podcast, which the last episode had a very special guest. <sighs> Go download and see who it is. Yep. You might recognize that sweet, sultry voice. It's only three and a half hours long. It's good for a road trip. Oh, yeah, going to Houston yeah. or somewhere. Yeah, Shreveport from Baton Rouge, anyway. There you go. <laughs> uh, why don't you know this? And Republic City Report with Tim Bridgewater. And in, any news on any upcoming ones? Like, Yeah, we got another one in the works called Nintendos. More on that in the future, but it's a, if you can't tell by the title, it's all about Nintendo. No, <laughs> no. Anyway, that's the that's all part of the Awesome Podcast Network family. Of course, if you want to get in touch with us, Facebook, Awesome Pods, Twitter, Awesome Pods, AwesomePods.com. Before you go to Amazon, always go there. Click on that little link for us, help us out. Or you can send us an email the old way, 80sRevisited at gmail.com. No apostrophe between the zero and the S. And next week, we put the final nail in this Police Academy coffin as we wrap up the series as far as ones that were actually made in the 80s, and there were six of them. So next week, everybody, Police Academy 5 and cease as we return then to finish this dying in pain horse off, (laughs) put it out of its misery. (laughs) So tune in that next time, everybody. Until then, I remain Trey Harris. I'm Daniel San Angelo. Jesse Sedgley. Cowabunga! On Facebook.com slash AwesomePods. And follow us on Twitter at AwesomePods.